LAS. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. Triumph, inspiration, tragedy. You can pick one word to describe your life as it stands right now. What is it? I'm Alex Schulte, the host of One Word Stories, a free-to-listen interview podcast where the guest and I take one word and let it inspire the stories we tell. Every episode, I'll be interviewing local people from every corner of our beautiful community about where they are now, and then we'll take a trip to the past and find out how we got here. After every episode, there will be a post-show where the guests and I play games and unwind at the end of a recording. The One Word Stories post-show is exclusive to LAS Plus subscribers. To subscribe and get access to ad-free episodes, bonus content to all LAS podcasts, discounts at live shows, access to exclusive merch, and much more, go to laspodcastnetwork.com slash plus. Do you know someone that has a story that needs to be told? Please contact me. Fill out the contact form on the One Word Stories show page at laspodcastnetwork.com slash stories. This show is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. You can find new episodes of One Word Stories for free every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to your podcasts. One Word Stories. What's your word? L-A-S. Welcome. Welcome, listeners. <laughs> Welcome back to Othered. We missed you so effing much. Effing much. I love that for you, Sarah. Effing. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> You're doing really, great, baby. Keep it up. I'm really making an effort here. Here you are. Yay. Here we are. We're back together, reunited. After a long hiatus. Our hiatus. I love that I word. I don't know what was going on. Vocabulary. I like that word, too. Yeah, we've been on spring break. Yeah, we took a break. We did. And now we're back. And now we're here. We're here and we're queer. Oh my God, I love that. I know, me too. We're young, dumb. No, not that one. (laughs) We're not going there today. Okay. Not today. (laughs) We're back at the beautiful Theater Cedar Rapids in our studio with Orange Light. With Alex Schulte. Alex Schulte. As our manager, as producer. As our He's producer. Amazing. Amaze. Amaze. You guys he, are amazing. Oh, stop. Thanks, Alex. He produces our favorite podcast, which is us. <laughs> right. And he's a part of the LAS Podcast Network. And where are they based? Um, Cedar Rapids? That's Cray Cray. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> right here in Cedar Rapids, right. Iowa. What's that um, website? There's a website? The is URL? There an HTTP? <laughs> Colon LAS Network.com. We can get all types of really amazing things. Let's do here, it. Like yeah. ad free episodes. Oh, yeah. Bonus episodes. Ooh. News. <gasps> like, when are we going to have our first LAS live? You'll be the I first don't to know. know. But you Go can subscribe. find out on that website. On that website, it's $10 a month. So affordable. So affordable. Yes. And if you need a sponsorship, hit Caleb or I up. Yeah. Maybe we'll pay for you. Right. I'm like my DMs are open. <laughs> Both of our DMs are open open wide. For a lot of things. For more things than just a free subscription. <laughs> Many free subscriptions. Might have to pay for some of the other ones too. Right. I don't have an OnlyFans. <laughs> I don't either. Mm-hmm. That sounded sure. like you were implying like I did. I was implying that I did. Oh, okay. But you don't. Right. Officially. You don't officially have one. Do you unofficially have one? That is none of your business. Oh, I'm going to go in there and start, like, <laughs> searching. Like, up hashtags. I don't know what hashtags I'd find. <laughs> you wouldn't. <laughs> okay. Okay, I won't look. <laughs> anyway, I know you will. I, feel, I if I 
I might. I might. I'm pretty nosy. Uh-huh. I, I feel like I haven't seen you for a really long time. It's been too long, Sarah, and I've missed it's you so much. Long. I've missed you too. How are you? <laughs> How has your life been the past, like, I don't know, month? It's only been like, actually, I saw you on your birthday. Well, I don't remember that. That was sad. We had a good convo. Great. I love that. I was just <laughs> I was telling you about my seri- my theories on souls. <laughs> so I turned 32 <laughs> on Saturday, which was a week it, ago. Yeah, I was going to say. But also, whatever. It doesn't matter. 32. I'm, yeah, I'm 32 and I'm old. Ew. No, you're beautiful and you're young and vibrant. Thank you. You're I'm welcome. 30, flirty, and thriving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. Um, but I definitely blacked out on my birthday. It was a mess. It was a disaster. Like an but hour a beautiful in. disaster. But thank you. A beautiful yeah, disaster. Yeah, thank you for reminding <laughs> our listeners how well, long it took me. I didn't want people to think you were to like. To black out. That's cute, Sarah. Thank well, you. And then I want to also point out that you were considering the fact that maybe you were roofied because that is just so odd right it's like it's not normal because i'm like listen listeners i am a (laughs) professional drinker i i drink not only does he get paid to make drinks right but he can drink well i can drink a lot yeah and i was so drunk Mm -hmm. it was rude it was rude so i'm kind of embarrassed about that situation I feel like at some point you're going to have to let it go because you've been feeling shame about it for a whole week. Yeah, the shame cycle has been real. Mm-hmm. And shame cycles are things that I feel like I want to talk about in some point at some point in our uh, podcast, but not today. Okay. That's but, fair. I mean, whatever. There are things that I want to talk about today in our podcast, but that's not it. Okay. 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 All right, cool. That's that. That's that. I haven't really done anything exciting. You know what I did notice? I just want to point this out because it's one of those things that I find very ironic in life. Ironic. Ironic. Is it an ironic? I love that song. Don't you but think? I hate it. <gasps> okay, what? It's a love-hate. Whatever. Okay, Alanis Morissette is one of my favorite artists on the I, planet. Yes, I would have figured. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? What does that mean? I mean, you're a child of the nineties. I don't woman. know. It's, oh, listen. She was me at five. I was her at five. I know. That was like my first favorite album. I was right. in it. Jagged Little Pill. Anyway, um, it was St. Patrick's Day the other day. It's a fun holiday. Everyone's out there drinking, wearing green. Yeah. And it's very cute. It's very cute. I noticed it's a it's a favorite amongst the whites. Of yes. the community. Yeah. They love mm-hmm. a good St. Patrick's Day. It's a drinking Day. holiday. It is. For sure. And everyone's suddenly mm-hmm. Irish. Right. Like all of a sudden, just for one day. And then I remembered, I was like, you know what just passed? It was my favorite holiday month of the year. Mm-hmm. Black History Month. Yeah. I didn't see one of these white people wearing a Black Lives Matter shirt mm-hmm. during Black History Month. We had 28 days for you to dress right, up. But all of a sudden, oh, you're like a, a, yeah, a but 16th you get ready. Irish? Oh, cute. Yeah. You like get that's ready so adorable for, for you, Day Devin. And plan ahead and take the day off <clears throat> so you can go drink and wear green. Right. But you can't. It's like red. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, isn't that shit fucking ironic? It's a free ride. When you already pay. It's a good advice. I love this song. Me too. Who would have thought? It figured. <laughs> Thanks, Alex. That was great. That was great. I love that. I'd love to sing it at karaoke one day. Oh, honestly, I can't wait to sing with you at karaoke very soon. <laughs> Me too. It's been a really long time. It's been too long. Mm-hmm. It really has. Yeah. I could do some karaoke. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's fine. (laughs) She's at the upper, my upper range today. Yeah. She's got some high notes in there. She sure does. I don't know if I can get there. I haven't warmed up my vocal. Is there a a term for like, so there's like baritones and there's tenors. Mm -hmm. So there's baritenors. Right. Is there like an alto um, soprano? Oh, I don't think I'm an alto soprano though. But like, can you combine the two? Can you have a portmanteau of alto soprano? 
I don't know. Sopralto. Sopralto. There you go. There's mezzo soprano. There you that's go. True. Yeah, that's true. They okay. sing really high. <clears throat> well, yeah, but yeah. like a lower high or a higher low. Wait, mezzo soprano sings lower than sopranos? No, we're trying to figure out like between alto and soprano. Right, right. The baritoner. Right. Of, yeah. Of that. Yeah. Yes. I'm gonna look it up. Okay. okay thank you. <laughs> anyway, I feel like we've gotten very off topic, whatever the topic is. We have, but we're going to get on topic. What is the topic? Our topic today is something that Caleb is really passionate about, and I am too. Fired up. Except for Caleb is just like really out here. I'm mad. He's pissed. I'm pissed. He's throwing shit around. I'm throwing things. He's like kicking people on the street. It was a challenge to get <gasps> him in the door. It is. Mezzo Soprano. <laughs> is Mezzo Alto and oh, is Soprano. That a thing? Oh, well, that's, that's what that's it is. That's not then. Sarah. Mezzo soprano. But I am glad to know that exists. Voice is a middle range voice type for females overlapping both alto and soprano ranges. Well, there you go. Boom. I'm just an alto. I know. But also, my favorite female performers are altos. Mine too. Mine too. Annie Lennox. Amy Winehouse. (sighs) I had feelings just. Stevie Nicks. Oh, my God. We could go on. Keep going, baby. What? <laughs> you can tell that there's some sexual frustration in the air, I think, on our show today. <laughs> anyway, what we're here to I'm talk dead. about that yeah. we really care about. What do I care about, Sarah? And I also care too. I'm I I just I don't wanna like No 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 yeah. you know, make it right. sound like it's just you. Right. I also care. No, this is not just, just a me issue. And this it's not is... just a me issue. It's right. an Everyone on the planet, humanity, humankind right. issue. Yes. And we should all be as fired up as Caleb. Right. And if you can't be that, at least be as angry as I am. Right. I'm like a... In a very subdued way. Today. Today. However, that doesn't mean... I think I also want to remind people that... I don't want to remind people shit. All right, here we go. No, I would love to hear that. No, I, I wanted to hear that say, statement. Like, I think sometimes... Especially as far as I'm concerned, I feel like I always need to be outwardly, publicly, visibly vocal Mm, about certain mm -hmm. things. And there are things that I'm not always posting or saying to every single person or making highly visible because, honestly, I'm really lazy. That's why. I'm lazy. Is that laziness, though? Or is it, like, emotional, like... No, it's lazy. But I am definitely having these discussions with the people I need to have the discussions with. So just remember, it doesn't always have to be your right hand. You don't always have to show your right hand what your left hand is doing, right? You just sure. do things because it's right. the Anyone right thing has. to do. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we're going to talk about the Don't Say Gay Bill. And we're also just going to, I think, high-level talk while Iowa also passed a bill um, banning transgender girls from playing sports. So I think we're just going to start our little deep dive into some transgender issues <clears throat> and equity discussions. Well, it's honestly, the way that I feel, is an attack on the LGBTQ community, period. Mm-hmm. From conservative politicians. Mm-hmm. And for me, it feels like all these things feel very, I don't know, conservative and like Christian and very like oh we want to protect our children like protect okay. like our like our little ideas. high school tell like, us what it is first before we get into it what is this bill? sure exactly what does this mean for me sure <coughs> so in florida right and so there are laws being um submitted to senate floors all over the country from conservative lawmakers the one that has garnished the most um publicity is in Florida, and it's HB 1557, and Rob DeSantis has said that he's going to sign it into law, effective, you know, as of, I don't know, June something, Um, and Alex has it pulled up, and so the whole publicity is about the say, they're calling it the don't say gay bill, in reality, it's, it's called the parental rights something, something, something bill. And Alex is gonna pull that up. Oh, and like, do, you me, do you want me to say it right now? Yeah, so, I would love. I would love to for you to like say yeah. the. So it is called the Parental Rights in Education Bill. Thank you. The effective date is July first of twenty twenty two, and um, yeah, there's a whole description of it if you'd like me to get into it. Um, no, I would just love to for you to read the the little bit that people are getting upset about. 
Um, so it prohibits classroom discussion about sexual orientation or gender identity in certain grade levels. In certain grade levels. So, like, thank you, Alex. <clears throat> what it comes down to is, like, some kind of, right, okay, so we're going to pass this bill into law, right? But there's, that bill is law then, right? But then there's interpretation about the law. So the interpretation of the law comes into play when it comes to, like, Supreme Courts. Mm-hmm. So this is also why issues with, like, Trump being in presidency and then nominating a bunch of, uh, not a bunch of people, but two specific people into Supreme Court um, was a big issue. Mm-hmm. So interpretation about law is a, is the issue here. So the don't say gay, people are like, oh, it doesn't say anything about like not saying gay in the law, but like in reality. Basically, but if you do talk right. about it, then it gives whoever, mostly parents, um, the right to sue the school. Exactly. Which I'm like, you know, I have kids. I don't know how I said my kids talk about the weirdest shit all mm. the time. In what world can I stop my kids from asking a question about anything that they're wondering? I can't. So what does that even look like? Right. So it, it's like it, there's the words of the law and then mm-hmm. there's the application mm-hmm. of the law. Like that's the question. Mm-hmm. Right. So you can't have you can't encourage, quote unquote, discussion about sexual orientation or sexual or gender identity mm-hmm. in the classroom. Mm-hmm. And a lot of kids spend a lot of time at school. Mm-hmm. Well, and a lot of kids spend a lot of time at school um, creating an identity, mm-hmm. like purposefully. I or remember, learning about the world. Yeah, I remember when my kids were, <laughs> I think it was kindergarten, Azela and Ben both did a self-portrait one at the beginning of the year and one at the end. And at the beginning of the year, she drew herself with, like, pink hair and, like, she was green and it made no sense. And the teacher was like, that's all right. At the beginning of the year, we just want them to draw whoever they think they are. And then at the end of the year, the assumption is that as the child begins to form an identity and realize who they are, that they will draw a self-portrait that more accurately represents their physical characteristics. Mm. So I'm like, you're teaching a child to develop an identity, which comes with a sexual orientation and a gender. And that's how they're supposed to draw themselves. So in, in what world are you taking away the opportunity to have a discussion about those things when you're encouraging these things in other sectors of your education right and i feel like what's so absurd to me too is like and i feel i feel like this is an attack on gay people in general and by Mm -hmm. gay people i'm like i'm throwing in like all of lgbtq community i'm saying any queer people like they're throwing in the fact that like any kind of queerness is some kind of like sexual education Mm -hmm. that's not the case Mm -hmm. because Little kids see cis hetero people making out or like cis hetero relationships in their Disney movies all the all the time. Mm-hmm. But like any kind of representation of old, an alternative romantic alternative relationship, lifestyle. right? Yep. Like I'm I'm gonna throw that out there, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like anything other than just a cis hetero relationship is deemed sexual. Mm-hmm. But it's like. Why can't it just be platonic? Exactly. Or why can't, like, me kissing my boyfriend be unsexual? It's romantic, sure, but, like, kids are have access to romantic, or they see romantic relationships all the time. Well, but there's, like, like, there's a differentiation yeah. between cis-hetero relationships and gay relationships Absolutely. or queer relationships. That it's automatically deemed sexual, and it it's frustrating because it makes, what it does is it, makes us out to be sexual perverts like that's the idea like that's the attack it's that kind we're of perverts. the way that like a lot of black women are overly sexualized right that's what society is doing to queer people right and as if every action we take has to be sexual yeah it's like sometimes we just want to be I'm, I'm just a person just like that white woman like what the fuck yeah what the fuck this little excerpt of the bill This is lines 97 through 101. It says classroom instruction by school personnel or third parties on sexual orientation or gender identity may not occur in kindergarten through third grade or in a manner that is not age appropriate or developmentally appropriate. 
for students in accordance with state standards. What does that mean, though? <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. And that's what's so so frustrating is that people are like, oh, just it's read vague. the bill. Like, the people who are defending the bill are just like, oh, just read it. It, it leaves say, room for any time you're offended right. to pursue action. And it's like, what is what is deemed appropriate? Because not only does it say, well, kindergarten through third grade, but actually it's just all of it. Right, so like age appropriate. Not only Whatever just is, that age, what but is age appropriate? it's all of us. Yeah. When are when are things age appropriate? Because and our, I, there are also children being raised by gay parents, mm-hmm. and so gay parents cannot like exist in the school system at Florida in Florida. Right, you can't like, talk about your family. This little child who's being raised by gay parents can't talk about their family mm-hmm. structure mm-hmm. because it's not age appropriate, quote unquote. Well, and are bigots ever going to believe that that's age appropriate? No, absolutely not. It's a it, it's it's so unbelievably frustrating. Mm-hmm. I feel so attacked by this Florida bill. <laughs> I get, because it's not just Florida. Like the, there are bills cropping up all over the place in every state across America. And like Kim Reynolds. God Mother bless her little Kim. alcoholic heart. <laughs> Love her to death, except that I don't. The only good thing Kim did was make it legal for us to take alcohol to and from places That's during the pandemic. That's literally the only bill that I'm okay <laughs> with, Kim Reynolds. Thank you. But God bless her heart. Her heart, too. Her little yep. white Jesus heart. Yeah. <laughs> her Jesus <laughs> heart. It makes me so frustrated because, like, I just, I just, I see these bills being thrown in mm-hmm. and it's so. It's so hostile. Mm-hmm. It's so hostile to anybody who's not a white Christian male. And it makes me so sad. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I have to, oh. Yeah, Caleb is really passionate about this. But I appreciate it because I feel like sometimes it's hard for us. Well, and us as in people who don't necessarily feel like this affects me. Like this right. doesn't affect me as a cis hetero black woman. But I'm like, it's really important for us to see how it affects the people we love. Right. Because it doesn't, you don't have to get it and you don't really have to understand, but it just makes me, I'm like, how could anyone ever love you and care about you and see how upset you are and think that this is an okay thing? Right, because it affects, it affects people that you love. Mm -hmm. It affects people that you know. Mm -hmm. Well, and it affects people that you don't know. Right, exactly. A lot of people. Right. So are any of like your friends in the gay community like have they expressed their thoughts on this or like what are the conversations like are there any do you want to have some i mean i want to have more Mm -hmm. but i haven't really had very many in-depth conversations about it because i'm constantly working right but it's i don't know it is what it is like i what's happening across the country i feel like for me in my perspective is just disconcerting Mm mm-hmm and I feel like, I don't know, let's take a break. Okay. Right? All right. Because I want to get into it, but I also feel like maybe it's time. Okay, it's time. Oh, it's time. It's time. All right. We're going to take a break, and then we'll be Bizak <laughs> and Blizak. Stay Bizak. tuned. <laughs> Are you okay? No, I got to pee so bad. Hello guys, my name is Devin Green and this is The Innovative Creative, a podcast dedicated to helping designers and clients better understand design using an alternative way of thought. I've been designing for 16 plus years and I felt that people need this knowledge. Whether you are a new or an experienced designer, I can give you tips that can better help your design journey. I also know that clients sometimes have a hard time working with designers. This is my way to help clear the confusion. Join me on your favorite podcasting platform as I dive into design tips, communication tactics, and much more. I release episodes every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, on my website at innovativecreative.fm, and wherever you listen to podcasts. This podcast is proudly produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. The Innovative Creative is free to listen to, but if you want bonus content and to support local creators, subscribe to LAS+. 
For more information on that, head on over to LASpodcastnetwork.com. L-A-S. We should say each other's names instead to throw everybody off. Oh, that's a great idea for the trailer. All right, here we go. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Shane. Oh, my God. You guys really are doing it, aren't you? <laughs> All right, I'm Jeremy. I'm Mike. What, you're still doing the false names thing? I feel like we already have a trailer going right this now. This is like a fourth grade <laughs> elementary school joke. Hey, everybody. I'm Shane, Mike, and Jeremy. And I'm... Oh, wait a minute. You guys are throwing me off with the name thing. Hey, I'm Shane. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Mike. And this is the Groove Live Podcast. We're talking all things groove. Music. Food. Friends. Beer, even. All of it. Whatever brings groove into your life. How about like a tattoo artist? Would that be kind of groovy? I I would file that under groove. Construction projects. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, come on. Here's the thing. We have a lot of friends in a lot of different avenues and a lot of different lifestyles, which means that we have a lot of cool resources to pull from of cool people that have cool stories. Every day, you get out of bed. What makes you feel alive? You know, what makes you want to own the day? Coffee. Rock music. Pokemon. Construction projects. (laughs) And you'll hear it all right here on the Groove Life Podcast. The Groove Life Podcast is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more information, visit LASpodcastnetwork.com. New episodes release every second and fourth Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. For bonus episodes of this show, ad-free versions of all LAS podcasts, and many other exclusive benefits, all while supporting local creators and businesses, consider subscribing to LAS Plus for just $10 a month. To learn more and get started, visit LASpodcastnetwork.com slash plus. Hey guys, we're going to have a blast. Can't wait to see you guys on the Groove Life Podcast. We can't wait to groove with you. Now that sounds dumb. L-A-S. We're back. <laughs> We're back. We're back. We're and here, here we are. Here I we love are. that. We're hither. We're hither? Hither. Bizak. Bizak, hither. Blizak? Is that what you said at yeah. the end of? Bizak and Blizak. Yeah. We're both, both of those things. <laughs> and we're hither. <laughs> we're all of the things together at once here in this room. I can't. <laughs> Caleb's laugh today is on a whole new level. I feel like your laugh could be a specific genre of ASMR for How people. How dare you? No, I swear to God, because everyone I talk to is like, I love Caleb's laugh so much. Ugh. And I'm like, I know. Doesn't anyone like what I bring to the table? Because they're all like, Caleb, he sounds so Whatever. fun. I want to be his friend. I love his laugh. And I'm like, I talk too. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm like, if too, we could do actually. a channel of you and your laugh. I feel like we might be able. That could be our way in. That's our. That's that's yeah. our claim to fame. <laughs> <laughs> like a YouTube channel, ASMR, Caleb's laugh. Oh, ew! Uh, I hate it. <laughs> See? Do you know what I'm really hoping? This is like a fantasy of mine. Is that like in some way the Netflix producers are gonna find me through this podcast yeah. and like put me on their queer eye? That would be so cute. Yeah, I would love that. Me too. So that me remember when I asked you a couple of weeks ago, I'm like, what if we have to move to LA? Yeah. Queer eye is what move. I would do. But I don't know what role I would fill. I'd probably answer oh. because he's absolutely useless. <laughs> sorry so sorry anthony i love you i think you're so hot but like honestly that's all you bring to the table thank you bye i was really going to clarify i was like do you want to be made over or do you want to be one of the fab five absolutely one of the fab five i feel like i deserve that and then yeah i was going to ask what what do you do you help people the food and beverage because make... anthony is just mm. a hot face he's like literally nobody nobody I feel like that's going to come is, back to bite me in some way, but this whatever. Is Caleb's putting it out there into the world that he wants <laughs> I'm to I'm trying be to manifest this. Yes, yeah, he's exactly. manifesting Thank it you. for him. Also, I really want to be just next to Karamo. I would like to be next to any of them. I hate that gay men are always so fucking Gorgeous. hot. I'm I like, know. why? It's, it's, it's not fair. It's a curse. It we is not fair. <laughs> and as a still single woman, I'm just like... What How dare you? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, my dating pool is just whack. Well, I mean, honestly, as a gay man who is 
single Beautiful. at this point. Like oh. also, I I might be like on a relative scale slightly attractive. It is hard to date people in general, and also it is hard as fuck to date men. Period. Because mm-hmm. men suck, mm-hmm. and that's my statement on that. That's that on that. Okay. I thought you were going to say it's even harder to date, like, seriously hot men. Well, men just are men, so they suck, period. (laughs) Even if they're hot. In fact, it's worse if they're hot. Yeah. Because they are so into themselves. Uh So there's that. Get you a nice, ugly, middle-of-the-road man. Honestly, that's what I go for. Like honestly, if you're more attractive than me, I can't. Yeah, if I you're like, you have to you. be like a three to six out of ten, <laughs> not too high, <laughs> but not too low that you're super ugly. <laughs> I'm done. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> See, everyone thinks it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I like the stragglers at the, <laughs> the left. What are we doing here? I just feel like this is going to be good footage for our channel. Anyway, before we took a break, we were talking about the the rash of just disgusting, hateful bills that are being passed in this country that we call home right now. Right. It's not just exclusive to the laws in Florida. Um, we kind of talked about the Texas. It literally law. just happened in Texas. It's happening in Florida. It's happening in Iowa. It's happening all over the place. And like, if you're, if you're not paying attention, it's it's happening. And like, they're they're doing it while you're sleeping. Yeah. Like literally mm-hmm. doing it while you're sleeping, and it it drives me, it drives me insane. And like, I. I don't want to cry right now, but, like, I feel very, um, I feel like this is, it's hurtful, and I feel like there's so many people that I love and care about who are voters and people who try to care about the world or, I don't know, but the shit hurts the shit is like hitting home to me mm-hmm. cuz it's not just me like i'm 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 safe in some way right right now mm-hmm. right like i'm a i'm cis i'm i'm gay but i'm white mm-hmm. like these are attacks on my community mm-hmm. people that i love and care about people that are a part of the gay queer community and there's like <clears throat> white people are always going to be safe. Mm-hmm. White guys are always going to be safe. And I'm both of those things. But there are people in my in my life and people that I love who are not safe mm-hmm. from these kinds of bills. And it hurts me and it makes me mad. Because it's so apparent to me. Like, they're trying to just, like, pass this off as some kind of, like protection but it's not protective it's not protective of people like of children like me like if I was growing up like when I was growing up feeling feelings that I had about other guys like whatever it having any discussion or even like prohibiting discussion about that is like so harmful because it makes it shameful and being gay is not shameful. Like, I'm not... I'm not a pervert, you know? Like, I'm not somebody who... Wow. It sucks. Because it makes me feel like I have to be in the closet. It makes me feel like I have to hide mm-hmm. who I am, you know? And it's not even attacking me, but it, it's like that kind of sentiment that makes me feel like I have to hide. And that sucks. And there are people who who suffer more <clears throat> atrocities against more oppression, like trans people, or even black gay people, than I do. You know, and it sucks. And like, I know the pain. I know the pain, and I feel the pain. And it sucks. It hurts a lot. And so, like, my pain amplified by however much because of you know my own privilege 
right? But like, there's people who don't have that privilege, who are experiencing so much more pain, feel so much more isolated, who feel so much more, I don't know, hated. And it sucks. And like, I can't, like, it, it really, people talk about protecting the children but like these children are also these people like i was a child once you know like, i was a, a gay child once i was a, you know people who were trans were trans children once and like <sighs> fuck like you're just you're hating people so stop trying to protect children and like saying that you're protecting children but you're not protecting children you're protecting white straight cis hetero yeah, children white uh supremacy white exactly yes exactly society yeah. And it sucks. Like, it, mm-hmm. oh man, I don't know. And maybe that wasn't the right way to say it. Like, I'm not, you're not protecting white cis hetero children. You're, you're protecting cisness. You're protecting heteroness. You're protecting the system. Yes, the system. Not and the it person. Sucks. But exactly. System. Not the people. Mm-hmm. Not the people you're actually trying to protect. Like, stop saying that because you're not. Mm-hmm. It hurts. I don't know. Like, I feel, I feel a lot of ways. I'm, I'm mad and I'm sad for for children to go through the system and to feel a certain way because they're not being they may they're being made to feel ashamed of who they are, mm-hmm. and that's not okay. Mm-mm. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan either. I want to fight people. I can tell. Well, this is our platform to fight those people because right. you would do no good in jail. True. That would be a sad story <laughs> for Caleb <laughs> up in jail. Or a great story. Who knows? <laughs> or his dream come true. We don't really know. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Depending on where he went to jail, right. maybe. I mean, anyway. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That took a really interesting turn. Well, I'm red now. <laughs> I... I totally agree with everything you said. I don't know, Sarah. I just, like, I know there's people like you that care about me and care about people like me. You know, that that's what I care about. It just, I don't know. I feel like I'm at a loss right now. I feel like as a person, as a person, as a part of the LGBTQ community, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. That makes me sad. And I feel like I, for the future of our community for the future of our country like I don't know what to do like I I feel like I'm fighting an uphill battle you know for so long I feel like you know Iowa was great because they um, were one of the first states to legalize gay marriage you know and there's like this progress you know people talk about like oh we've made it so far whatever look how far we've come right exactly and that's great and that's true but then there's always just like it's like one step forward or two steps forward, one step back. And like this, this step back feels like three steps back. It's like a controlled privilege or like a controlled, not privilege. What's progress? Like you can progress, but only so far, like within the constraints of us, you can mm-hmm. have progress, but there's walls. Right. So you can only get so far. So what this makes me think of actually is, uh, James Baldwin was talking about, um, MLK, I think, we or maybe James. it's, Maybe it was either of them. I don't remember. Maybe Alex can look it up. <clears throat> but it was either James Baldwin or MLK who were like, who talked about the fact that like progress mm-hmm. socially about civil liberties, civil rights, civil like rights for black people, gay people, etc. They were just they, they would just say like wait, mm-hmm. like. That was it's James coming, Baldwin. but it's yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. It's like wait, like it's gonna come, but wait. But like we've been waiting for too long. Mm-hmm. Like this is these are human rights. Mm-hmm. And they need to happen now. Mm-hmm. This is like the <coughs> anger that I recognize that I had after George Floyd was murdered. It's like I woke up one day and I've just been mad and I've never been able to not be mad about it. And it comes like, every day I'm just pissed. Right. Like, it just sucks. Yeah, it does suck. And you look at what's happening and you're like, how is there even room for any other interpretation than hatefulness? Right. Like, how can you see this and not interpret 
hate. Yes. How can you see this and not interpret racism? Or how can you see this and not interpret bigotry? Mm-hmm. Like, you have to jump through a lot of hoops, babe. Yeah. In order to justify that shit. Mm-hmm. It sucks. Yeah. One big topic that I've been discussing with friends is the bill that just passed in Iowa by our girl Kim. Um, she signed a very restrictive transgender sports bill into effect a couple weeks ago, basically permitting all trans girls to immediately stop playing sports um, with their the team of their you know identified gender. Um, I was at home that day, so I was able to watch her live news conference where they signed it, and she, she's so proud of it. Oh my god, it was. It was one of the weirdest moments. I've seen a lot of weird shit on TV in the past several years, but that was probably one of the weirdest moments I've ever witnessed. And she had these little Jesus-loving, um, blonde-haired, white yeah, girls. Yeah, I saw the picture. Yes. And they were like, I just know. She's like, the little girl was like, I've never been so proud to be an Iowa girl, and I just know that Jesus, like, really appreciates And I was like, first of all, like, Jesus hates what you're doing right now because Jesus hung out with gay people and whores and blacks and all the bad people. So, like, let's not use the Lord's name in vain. But, like, to get up on this platform and, I don't know, she's like, I just am so glad to meet Governor Reynolds and she's my hero. And Governor Reynolds is like, today's a big step for girls. And they just, yeah, they feel as though they're protecting girls. But I'm like, what? Who are you protecting? The people that you're trying to protect don't need protection because they're white, cis, hetero girls who are parented by white, cis, hetero parents who are the most protected in our world. So I'm like, I just find it so odd that you're trying to extend protection to this group of people and simultaneously creating a place of severe danger for the rest of these students that you're excluding. Imagine going to school to your sports team and the minute she signs that you're done like you have to leave your team in the middle of the day and it's just is the worst the one thing I was appreciative about I don't know the action behind it but at least Cedar Rapids and Iowa City School Districts both came out and issued statements saying that they support um, their queer students basically and fuck that law but I'm just like it was really disgusting to watch and I sometimes am very confused like how we get here like how did we get here to a place where people are applauding this behavior and thinking that it's okay and the other thing I'm like most of y'all kids suck at sports anyway like the odds (laughs) of your child like being so good that it's going to go on to become like an Olympian and you think all of that's going to be taken away by some trans girl? Like, come the fuck on. That, that's not going to happen. Like it, yeah, it, like, it's so, it's almost <laughs> it's a false argument. It's a false narrative. Yes, it's it is false a false news. narrative. Yes, it's, it's fake news, right? So, like, so many of trans girls, anyway, period, are on so many hormone blockers, yes. right? To, like, not have any testosterone right, in their body. Right, right, exactly. So, it's not a thing. So, like, the percentage of trans people in the country and the world is so small mm-hmm. right and then there's the trans girls who want to participate in sports even like, smaller who would even feel so small exactly doing that and it's then, like a quarter mm, it's like mm, it's, mm. it's a it's a so it's such a small a fraction of a fraction it's a fraction of a fraction of trans people who want to participate in sports because mm-hmm. sports are fun it's a human activity right, right. cool but no also one wants to go into an area of suppression and oppression right and, and so there's already so many things stacked against trans women, mm-hmm. period. There's this, this idea of, like, masculinity being, like, the priority of everything, mm-hmm. right? Like, m- being a man is, like, oh, th- like, the quintessential thing that, like, you just... We all aspire to. Men are the best, to, right? Yeah, right? menness, right? Like, patriarchy, misogyny, whatever. Like, these things are based on this kind of hierarchy of men being the best, yeah. right? But that's... So then there's these... There, there are trans people, mm-hmm. and they have to fight against that. And not only that, but they have to like, a be on so many medications, like live their truth, mm-hmm. right? And then if they want to participate in sports, like they're already like, women in sports are 
already talked down about so much anyway. So, mm-hmm. like, it just sucks. Like, it just sucks to suck. Mm-hmm. Right? So, to be hated on so much and to be, like, the target of so much hate, when trans people are already the target of hate, period. Mm-hmm. Like, they're the most oppressed. They're, yes, vulnerable. Of the LGBTQ community. Like, there are so many trans girls who are murdered every year. The violence is... The violence is so... Real. It's crazy. It's insane. And a lot of them are trans black girls. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. So I, I I have to get my brain straight, but, like, it's it, it boggles my mind mm-hmm. that anybody is going to attack... Well, and their children. A young child. Yeah, like, leave kids alone. I feel like, sh- you know what, if you... It's one thing to try and control what adults do, but mm-hmm. most of the, I mean, you're trying to target children who have a hard right. enough time as it is. Well, then let's talk about the Texas bill mm-hmm. where they're targeting parents care of providers. trans people. Or, yeah. yeah, care providers. It's just like, it's, it's, it's an Doctors, attack. Doctors. It is a, teeth. if you don't see that it's in a targeted attack mm-hmm. against the LGBTQ community, mm-hmm. you are you're blind. Mm-hmm. You're intentionally you're you're intentionally being ignorant. Mm-hmm. I was having a big conversation with my girlfriend about this the other day and we're on completely different sides of this issue. And she was trying to um explain to me I I don't know what she was saying. But I was like I just feel like as a black person um I don't know how you can oppress a group of oppressed people when you're oppressed. Right. I was like, it doesn't make sense to me. You should understand how this feels. And she's like, well, we didn't choose to be black. And I was like, well, they didn't choose well, <laughs> to be trans. Well, it so happened. Right. Like, and I didn't like, choose to be gay. They didn't choose to be trans. Exactly. Like, she's like, but they did. And I'm like, listen, I'm of the camp oh that God. I believe that they didn't. And I said, and it, again, I don't have to understand how because I, I feel... Luckily for me, I actually feel like I was put in the correct gender and the correct body. Right. So that's just not a struggle I have. Right. I don't have to understand it to think that it's valid or to think that what's being done to those people are wrong. I really don't have to get it at all. I just have to know that they're humans and I believe in human rights. And it doesn't matter what kind of person is having oppressive, hateful, bigoted bills thrown at them. I just right. stand up for the <clears throat> oppressed. It doesn't matter. But for some reason, that's a really hard concept for people to resonate with. Like, they, and I know this, we all know this about people. Like, it has to Mm. directly affect you for you. To get it. Yeah, to get it. But I think I would love for us to get to the place as humanity where we don't. Well, empathy. Like, I feel like that's something that Mm -hmm. we see in our, every single episode of our show is empathy, Mm -hmm. right? Like, have empathy for people, Mm -hmm. right? Compassion and empathy. And it's not based on understanding. No. You don't have to. You don't only develop empathy once you understand. Most of the time, That's you're empathetic first. Right. And then I feel like, you know, you're just like, you know what? It doesn't matter. I love Caleb. I get it. I don't know. It's. I don't get how it's such a divide, I guess. Like, why, why are we even wasting our time passing bills about this shit? Right. And then she brought up, she's like, well, what if LeBron James decided to become a woman? Oh, my God. I know. And I was like, first of all, I was like, the amount of toxic masculinity that controls sports culture mm-hmm. makes right. it so that will n- never happen. That like, would never happen. We're not even in the realm of that being a thing. Like, it's as if, like, now that these bills have passed or if we were to pass a bill saying it's safe, like, what, you think all these men in the NBA and NFL right. are going to be like, like go to women's sports? Woman. Like, oh, I'm a woman, and then, yeah. like, go to women's sports and do the top like, of the game? No. You're never going to make as much money, A, yeah. as the top of your game woman athlete mm-hmm. than you will as the bottom tier man athlete. Mm-hmm. Like, what? No. I know. This is... I'm like, you're they an would idiot. never have careers anymore. This conversation like this argument is so asinine yes it is so stupid Mm -hmm. and people who hate trans people want to throw this conversation into play all the time Mm -hmm. like well what about trans athletes it's like no you're dumb you're stupid look at actual like i don't know statistics of trans people existing in the world Mm -hmm. and then like and let's talk about playing sports and and then then let's talk about trans athletes winning sports. sports exactly yeah 
I know. That's what I said. And I was <sighs> like, it makes I just, me so tired. I know. It makes me tired, too. I have to fight too. whiteness, and I have to fight patriarchy, and I have to fight masculinity in general. Mm-hmm. Also, let's not act like if LeBron James became a woman that that wouldn't be a hell of a game to watch and people right. wouldn't be watching it. <laughs> so I'm like, either way, you Honestly, win. absolutely. <laughs> I, I see no no harm, no foul in uh, any of those scenarios coming so true. mad. I know, me too. Because they're... They're bigots, and they're hiding behind a stupid-ass argument. Mm -hmm. And Kim Reynolds can literally go fuck herself, like, supporting women. And then trying to ban abortion in the state. Like, fuck you. You don't care about women. No. You care about being a conservative Republican politician and, like, rising your star. Like, holding hands with Donald. Exactly. Like, go fuck yourself, Kim Reynolds. Yeah. And I cut that out. I'm not going to cut that out. Um, I'm going to help you, though, with one of those statistics that you brought up. You were like, you. look at these things before. So I, I did some research myself just now. While totally this is why we love Alex. Yes. Intrigued on your conversation. I love how you're approaching this topic. Um, so so the fact is that trans athletes do not have an unfair, unfair advantage in sports because by really? saying that, you are oh. actually dismissing the rest of their lives. You're right. saying you're saying that they would not have been discriminated against. You're saying that they would have gotten all the help that, that um, um, male athletes or female athletes um, that are cis would have gotten. So 22% of trans women who are perceived as trans in school were harassed so badly they had to leave school because of it. Mm. Another 10% were kicked out of school. So the idea that women and girls have an advantage because they are trans ignores the actual conditions of their lives. Mm-hmm. Like this is like this is why I'm so like inflamed. I'm so I'm so mad. I'm like I'm it makes me so angry because it's such bullshit. You know, like these laws are just such bullshit and I'm so mad because these people already deal with so much hate. Like trans people just deal with so much hate all the fucking time and like I just, I can't. Like, I'm so done with the bullshit. I'm so done with the hate. I'm so done with the bullshit. I just can't. I can't. I'm mad. I know. And I'm hurt. I know. It's okay to be mad and hurt. It's like, I, how, how do you justify it? How do you do it? How I mean, do you wrap your... Head around doing that to a person who's a baby child. I can't. You know, I also learned that our state senator is um, 89 years old, Chuck Grassley. So I think, like, this is one of those instances where, like, I've realized a lot in my, you know, activism life. What was 89 years ago? What year was that? Alex. Yeah, my math is 2022. 89 years ago. What's math? Siri. 1923. 2022 minus 89. Look at all of us. 1933. 1933 is when Chuck Grassley was born. Yeah. That's. Outrageous! I know the depression. Literally, ah! almost a hundred years ago, this man was born, and he is still in control of our state. Oh, he's like absolutely not just in control of our state, but he's absolutely like senior committee advisor for a lot of fucking things in the mm-hmm. Senate. Like, what are you doing, Chuck Grassley? Retire! You are You're so done. past. Can you done. imagine the things that Chuck Grassley's dad was teaching him? No, oh, and that's what I'm saying. And he's right. running for another term. So this man is like knocking on heaven's door. I'm voting for Abby Finkenauer. Like, get out of my face. I just am tired of it. I'm also tired of it. But this is the shit that needs to change because these right. are why. This is exactly this is why this stuff. And can not happen. just Chuck Grassley, but like a whole bunch of senators, a yeah. whole bunch of Republicans, like or representatives, like Nancy Pelosi, anybody like over the age of fifty, just like should <laughs> not be in control. Like you are. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, my girlfriend and I were talking about that too, and she was like, I, really, I totally believe in like elder council, but what these like politicians do is they're taking it like way too far. Like, you can't be the elder council. You eventually need to leave and pass right. it on and let someone else come in who is a little more in touch with right. 
reality. I mean, I'm making that statement for sure. But, like, also, I mean, yeah, absolutely. There's wisdom in age. Mm-hmm. But also the world has gone through such an enormous transition over the past hundred years. Mm-hmm. And you've been alive for 89 of it? Well, 83 of it, whatever. And he doesn't... He doesn't represent the the whole. No, he doesn't. He does not represent me. Me neither. In Just, fact, he like act, actively hates me. Mm-hmm. Me too. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so it's it's so frustrating. Um, there's other there's one other myth I'd like to debunk before the end of this yes, episode please, that Alex. you guys have have talked about a few times. Yes. So the myth myth is the participation of trans athletes actually hurts cis women, right? Like the idea right. that it's taking that's the op- myth. It's the, the myth is that that it's taking opportunities away from cis, cisgendered women. Right. But many who oppose the inclusion of trans athletes erroneously claim that allowing trans athletes to compete will harm cisgender women. This divide and conquer tactic gets it exactly wrong. Excluding women who are trans hurts all women. It invites gender policing that could subject any woman to invasive tests or accusations of being, quote, too masculine or, quote, too good at their sport to be a, quote, real woman. In Idaho, the ACLU represents two young women, one trans and one cis, both of whom are hurt by the law that was passed targeting trans athletes. Hmm. Yeah. I totally agree, and I've also brought that up to a friend. It's like, what are you going to start? What giving policing womanhood pelvic exams to right. these children so you can determine if they're whatever. woman enough? Yeah, woman enough to be in a woman's sport, right? To be oppressed enough to be a woman. Mm-hmm. Cool. It also implies that women are are too weak and need protection. Which is also exactly. A myth. See, I know. Why is this not a conversation about trans boys that want to play boy sports? Exactly. That's a great question. I'm like, Sarah. we can't be feminists and then have this shit going on. Like, that's not how it works <gasps> in my mind as a feminist. Right. Anyway. Exactly. Oh, 100. Because this is not a conversation being had about trans male athletes competing. Mm-hmm. But then I've also heard. This is what my other. This is what my friend said. She oh, said, "White men are so privileged that they have the right to just become women." Now this whole oh! thing, I know, like it's all—it's all like a what? lot, right? But she's like that they have the right to just become women and then live their life. And I think like there's a little. Let's bring Caitlyn Jenner up. Oh, lived as Bruce oh. Jenner for yeah. how many years? Yeah. One day was like, you know what? And now I know it wasn't just one day, right? But what we see on the outside is one day Caitlyn wakes up and it's like, I'm Caitlyn. Then becomes a very beautiful woman mm-hmm. with like access oh, yeah. to all the things. And then one yeah. man of the year, right? Or athlete of the year, athlete of the year, athlete of the year. So times person of the year, whatever, whatever. Yeah. So I'll double check. I think it was like sports illustrated. Yeah. Athlete of the year as a woman. So I think that was her point was that like in what, you know, it's not that easy for black people to do those things. And I was like, well, you know, again, I was like, these people, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what people do. Caitlyn Jenner isn't taking away opportunities from your grandparents or from my grandparents. Caitlyn Jenner got the 2015 award um, from Glamour for Woman of the Year. A Woman of the Year. Okay. So how could a man... From Glamour. So the point being... But I feel like there was something bigger that you guys were talking about, too. I feel like there was a Sports Illustrated. Like, she won something for Sports Illustrated. I swear, maybe it was Glamour. I'll I'll interrupt you again here in a bit. But, you know, the world we live in where a a man could become a a woman and then win Woman of the Year. Right. I think what this does, too, is to detract, I think, what Caitlyn Jenner's, her representation for Mm -hmm. trans people is absolutely not okay. Because what she does is, like, center whiteness, Mm -hmm. right? She centers her athleticism. And her ableism and and her her access. Yes, exactly. And her access and her all of her money and all all of it. Like, it just sucks. Like, mm-hmm. she's trash. Mm-hmm. Garbage. Like, throw her in the garbage. Bye, Caitlin. See you later, babe. But we're going to keep Kim. Right. Well, no. Ew. Gross. So, <gasps> she, to clear up the Sports Illustrated thing, she was actually the first openly transgender person to be featured on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Okay. Right. <laughs> so, what I'm talking about, too, is, like, also, transgenderism is, like, it's not new. Right. Like people are like people are up in the arms like, "Oh my god, this is so new." Like 
this whole thing is like, oh, th- we didn't hear about trans people for so long. And that's not fucking true. No, it's In not. fact, it's like there's documentation of transgender rights um, laws in Germany prior to World War One mm-hmm. or pro- prior to World War Two. I don't I don't remember. But like, it's it's like 19 something. It's 100. like indigenous to people. Yes. It is it's a as human old as yeah. trans rights are human rights. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's not just people like people are. Yes. From human. the be- dawn of time have yes. exists. Transsexualism is a thing. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't just crop up in the last 20 years. No. And in a lot of cultures, it's celebrated like the duality yes. that those individuals possess and their um, ability to navigate between both sexes. Right. It's celebrated. And they were revered. Yes, they were. Yeah. Uh-huh, and worshipped and sought after for guidance. Right. Yeah, I it's so this is like a multidimensional it's conversation. It's a very ignorant um but the laws that are being thought. passed are ignorant. Yes. And they're preying upon people's conservatism mm-hmm. and their Christian sensibilities mm-hmm. to hate on people. Mm-hmm. And it makes me sad. Me too. It makes me really mad and sad. Mad and sad. Caleb is mad and sad. <laughs> it sounds like a 40-year-old Midwestern white Mad man. and mad sad. And sad. <laughs> he looks mad and sad. I mean, I live in Iowa now, so I guess I just should consider it myself just a Midwesterner comes out every now. now yeah. and so, oh, 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 here we are. Mad and sad. <laughs> Don't ever speak like that around me again. We will be done. <laughs> We're done. That could lead to our breakup. There are oh, many no! things, but... That might. I would rather jump off a cliff <laughs> than break up with you. Okay. Good. I know you won't do that again then. We're safe. Are we? I, I hope so. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty crazy today. So. I know. Well, you know what? I just really appreciate the passion. I think. <sighs> um, it took a lot out of me today. I, I appreciate like, I'm, it. I'm sad, babe. <clears throat> Be sad. Feel your feelings. And honestly, like, if you're listening to this, come fight me. Oh, no. No, no. I'll be at nope, nope. XYZ X Street Northwest. Great. Let's not go searching <laughs> for Caleb. Let's just let him live his life in peace. I would also like to point out that um, the majority of people listening to this podcast are very supportive of both of you and um, agree with a lot of these points. And maybe uh, I, w- I also like to point out that Maybe there's somebody who does love this show but might have had a different thought process on trans athletes, and hopefully this helped shed a little bit more light and education on that because, Mm -hmm. really, it's just about having conversations, right? Yeah, I encourage people to go read some stuff and um, talk with people because I've been having a lot of discussions. It makes everyone uncomfortable. Everybody, no one These conversations are uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable right now. (laughs) I'm, like, sweating. You can see Caleb right now. It's really funny because he does visibly look uncomfortable. Like <laughs> there was a lot going on, but yeah, there. So I, I wanted. I think it'd be really cool to throw this in at the end of this episode. If we gave a giant shout out to the first American woman woman to announce her um, her gender reassignment surgery. Ooh, ever. Who, who was it, Alex? Remember the name, Christine Jorgensen. Christine Jorgensen. Christine Jorgensen, a U.S. Army veteran and Bronx native, was the first American woman to publicly announce her gender reassignment surgery. Fuck yeah. Following reports of her transition in the 1950s, she embraced fame and acted as a spokesperson for transgender people. Way to go, Christine! We love you! Go, Christine! We need more people like you in the world. I think it's also important to note, too, right now in my space that stone the Stonewall riots that started were the impetus for the catalyst for gay rights in general, period, were started by trans black people. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, a lot of black people forget that trans Marsha P. Are, Johnson are black issues. Yeah. But let's not. Right. Let's not forget. Trans issues are human issues. Yep. We're all humans. Right. I think. That's how I feel about it. All right. Well, shit. That was that was a convo for your ass. Babe, I'm tired. Caleb's <laughs> like, I'm about to go take a nap. Yeah. That was a good yeah. talk. Thank you, Caleb. That was a great talk. Thank you, Sarah. I appreciate it. 
I appreciate you. I appreciate you, Alex. That was some, some top-notch production skills today, yeah, I appreciate me it. amigo. Thanks yeah. for letting me be a part of it. No, I appreciate you. Anytime. If you loved our show as, as much as we love you, because you know that we do, please go give us a review and a rating. Um, we had someone give us a one-star review. I really didn't appreciate that go shit. Go fuck yourself. But luckily for us, okay, <laughs> our our ratings were high enough that it only dropped us 0.2 percentage points. Guys, congratulations. Every single show on our network has a one-star review. I think it's one person. One person's just a fucking hater. So, so I, they finally found you guys. Trolls. Well, yeah. We're they finally found you. Bless your heart, one-star reviewer. Bless your heart. Okay? <laughs> See you later, babe. Yeah. Um, but for everyone else, go leave us five stars because we love you and you love us. And also, if you love this show, please go to laspodcastnetwork.com where you can become a subscriber to Subscriber, LAS Plus. yes. It's only $10 a month. <laughs> You get access to all of our great content, such as merch and ad-free episodes and bonus episodes. So go do it. Sound good? Yeah, yeah, it sounds great. Okay, and um, also I just want to give a shout out to one of my favorite people in my Shiro, uh, Liz Bennett. <gasps> okay, I lo- you know the I Liz like Bennett? I'm kind of obsessed oh with God, Liz Bennett. I'm definitely obsessed. She's running for Iowa State Senate. And I just think she's such a badass. She is a badass. She is the badass. And she's our first openly LGBTQT representative. Um, she's our house rep right her. now. So we love you, Liz. Go go fight win. Go do it. Vote for Liz. And um, peace out, everyone. See you later. Love you. Love you. Peace. LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. LAS.